0: Hello, welcome to the Designed for a Living podcast with Chelsea Coriel. On this week's episode, we talk about commitment. Hey guys, welcome back. This is Chelsea and Nadia, and we will be talking about commitment this week and what that means. I'm sure you're all wondering. Commitment to who, what, what are you talking about? So Chelsea, let's hear it.
1: Yes, commitment. You know, it, I know it is an odd thing to talk about interior design, but it's one of those um, pieces of advice that I heard when I first started and it is just stuck with me. And I say it all the time. You've heard me say this a million times. If you want to be successful, really is at anything, but but if you want to be successful as a designer, you you can't do it in your spare time this is something you have to choose i'm going to do full-time or part-time both you can make successful but spare time it just doesn't work <laughs> because being an interior designer is so much more involved than people realize and you you know you told me today nadia that like i always say you know wake up in the middle of the night thinking about your project or i'll wake up and go ah, i know what to do it will, it, these projects, these clients will consume your life. They become a part of you. They become a part of your family. They become a part of your daily life. There's so much more to it, which is fantastic, I think. And and I'll sort of go over the reasons why and the pros and cons. But at the very beginning, you just, you have to decide, I want to be a designer. You, you, this, otherwise it'll be a hobby and you'll end up working for free and you'll end up just doing your mom's house and, yeah, so.
0: and I think if you don't do it full time, it becomes messy because there's mm-hmm. so much little tasks day to day that you have to do with clients, like keeping tabs or something's wrong, something's missing. So if you have all these little things that need to be done, and you have a lot of other real life things going on, things are gonna slip through the cracks. Oh and, my gosh! And and yeah. that's why commitment is such a big issue because every day there's little stuff,
1: especially having like three, four clients, you know, at a time or oh, who knows. Yeah. So it starts from all aspects, right? So you, you commit to the fact that I'm going to be a designer and you're going to build this great business. that's going to provide, you know, not just a day-to-day living, but, you know, I want people to be able to put away money for savings for retirement. I mean, you're an independent person. You're, you're an entrepreneur. You have to think big. You have to think, how am I going to invest for my future? How am I going to retire? I need to have enough money set aside. So it isn't something... Again, if you just go in, you know, part-time or in your spare time and you think you can pick up a project here and there, that's great, but just expect to make, you know, a couple thousand a year. It, it, it'll be spending money, shopping money, which is great. Sometimes in my life, that's all I needed, right? You know, I was thrilled to have an extra 500 bucks a month that I didn't have to answer to my husband. I could just, that's mine. I can go shopping. So, you know, think about it. What, what do you really want out of this career? Do you want it to be a career? And if that's the case, then you just have to really put your mind to it and say, I'm going to commit to this. This is going to be my career and take it seriously from day one. So, you know, you start out with building the business right, right? And I always talk about that and, you know, making sure that you've got your contract and making sure that you've got your systems and making sure, you know, your ideal client. We talked about that before. Um, You know, all those little things that get them in order, get them written down and, the other little tip that I say if you're if, if you've decided yeah, I'm gonna do this, I'm committed this is when again you start telling people tell your partner your friends, your parents your say all right I'm starting a design business and I'm calling it you know design for a living or interior design by Chelsea and um, you know this is my business card and I've got a website and you know really go all in you you just have to because <laughs> it is. It's the most rewarding profession. Again, every day is some new joy and happiness and emotion. But it also can be very trying. <laughs> we, have, we have, oh, I told so many people, I said, we should just do a podcast of just talking about crazy clients. We just can't use names <laughs> or what year I worked with them or, um, because it, it's a very trying and emotionally involved career. So the more you're in it, and you you know you're really committing, that's step one, right? That's that's phase one of it. Yeah, and especially kind of a
0: little bit sidetracked, but still like you know the same little topic is that sometimes when you have a client, things can go wrong, and you can just be pushed back like months and months. Like you have a contractor that something that something's wrong, or something is an order right, or it's back ordered. Like if you're not committed, that can just push back your whole schedule and timeline that you didn't account for yep. you thought oh I have some spare time in my next two months I'll get this done guess what you're a year and a half in and your client <laughs> is just trying beyond trying what then you know commitment
1: yeah it, it's there's so many different facets to it you know we have a client that came in today perfect example and she'd built a house that's a so much investment years the think of the emotional drain that is just building a house and she wants immediately she wants a bed, the bedding, nightstands, lamps, mirror, wall color, wallpaper, and then a dining room. But then you've got the console, you've got the dining chairs, the light fixture, everything that goes into it. And you have to find all those things. You have to find multiple things that you present because what if she doesn't like something? You have to price everything, make sure it's in budget. Then when you do order it, you got to track it. You've got to make sure it's shipped in correctly. You've got to make sure it's received correctly, that it's not damaged. So you're right. There's so many details that can slip through the cracks, and that takes hours. It does, and and it's not like it's rocket science. You know, you you don't have to be great at math. And I always tell you that it's it's not about the math. It's 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 taking really good notes. It's keeping yourself organized, right? But but it's being committed to this. This is your career. You've, you have to do that, and like you said, you start to work with these clients and with the fastest you can get custom stuff in is two weeks, right? Fastest. Most of it takes six to eight weeks. So that's eight weeks that you are connected with this person. Eight weeks that you need to be touching base and reaching out and checking on things and, you know, um, answering back to them and keeping them in the loop. And if, if you start this business, and you're not fully committed and you get a client like that, you, you'll, you'll drive yourself crazy, you yeah, know? And
0: then that's your name on the line for the next customer. Absolutely. But you just even commitment in terms of you'll be coming in on your days off. Like if you work yep. in a showroom like me, you'll be coming on days, like you'll pick up the phone on your birthday, driving to dinner and your least <laughs> favorite client calls <laughs> on your birthday. And there's a situation that they created. So here I am picking up the phone as I'm pulling up to park you know, and it's just, yeah. and it's not that yes, there are boundaries, but at the same time I'm committed to them and mm-hmm. I'm committed to seeing the project through and just to give them my hundred percent, regardless whether they deserve it or not. But you know, yes. if you only have a couple slots during the day and you're juggling things, it's going to show in your work ethic. But if someone says, wow, rain or shine, they're here, they'll drop everything at the top of the hat. Like, you know, yeah. I would want that person on my team rather than someone that's you know, so-so.
1: Well, and you do have to be, don't get me started on the whole setting boundaries with clients because they will call you night and day. But again, if there's an emergency and again, following it through, I mean, this client had waited for six months for her staff Mm -hmm. and yeah, it was your birthday, but- They back ordered and just, or something came in wrong or the contractor had done something and she's freaking out going, oh, I don't think this is right. So yeah, it's, it's committed. You know, I just, I don't want people to get in thinking, oh, this will be so easy. I just get to pick out pretty things and make a pretty room. This is a, it's a hard, you know, I, I have a degree for a reason, right? I mean, I can teach you how to do it. I'll tell you what to do. But trust me, you've got to be all in. So I, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to encourage people to start design. And I also don't want to scare people away because it is, it's amazing. It's the best feeling. Creating beauty. It just... It just is. Um, this morning, a client came in, and he was coming to pay for some accessories and um, some things that one of the, our designers had sold to him. And we were talking about how much how happy he is, and he was showing me before and after pictures of the house. And I'm like, you know, my favorite part is again creating something, listening to the client, finding out everything I can from them. You know, thinking like them. I always say, get into their head, and I really i i design like I'm them, but with really good taste. But then seeing it come to life, like seeing that magic where it's this beautiful room and they're so happy and he had people over last night for his birthday and he was showing it off and, but you, you designed that and you know how happy he is and how, you know, the pride and it's, there's so much more emotion involved mm-hmm. than people realize it because it's so personal, yeah. you know, and there is, there's design where, you know, you're doing commercial projects and things like that. And I, you know, honestly, I I love residential. And 99% of my work has been residential. But it's because of that. You know, it's... it's I work with families and people that I become part of their life. And they let me into their house. And, you know, it's yeah. great. But but also because of that, you see some crazy stuff. You, yeah. you hear some crazy stuff. You become their therapist and, you know, a shoulder to cry on. And, um, you know, there's so many different parts to it but it, it really is rewarding
0: yeah especially when you pick out things on a screen mm-hmm. and then when you see it all or come catalog. together and you're just like oh my goodness this is so much better than i expected or just even like scale wise yeah it comes in and you're just like wow that's so more dramatic than i expected and wanted so it's like a great wow factor but i mean it's even just the whole um, being a designer is definitely not to scare people off, but being realistic. And, you know, we don't want to set you up for failure. Like, Oh, I got this talent. And you come and you're like, Oh my goodness. Like there's so much business. Like there's so much therapy involved and just (laughs) strong will. It is sometimes I even get overwhelmed and I'm like, man, at least there's so much great research out there. Not research. What is it? What's the word? Resources. Yes, resources. There's so many resources out there that can really help you and shape you and give you tips. And it's okay to feel because that's where you get, you know, all of the um, tips that you learn. And that's where with our, you know, our hardest client, I learned so Uh much so many things I was like oh my god mental no I need to do this next time
1: Uh I need to keep track of this and measure this twice like because I can tell you yeah (laughs) doesn't mean you're gonna do it yeah so it's just like a kid you gotta you know they sometimes you have to learn lessons by yourself but it, it it it's those experiences though um that you build upon I mean I can't count how many times you said to me gosh being a designer is so much different than I thought. Yeah. It's so much harder. It's and not it began, glamorous. Like everyone's like, oh, no. you're a designer. I'm like, no, no. no. And you got to, you got discouraged after the first couple months. You're oh, like, yeah. I don't know if I'm cut out for this. This is not what I thought it was going to be. But now you're getting your installs, right? Now you're, you're getting things installed with clients and you're feeling that pride. And look what I did. I designed yeah. this. And they love it. You know, and then they're telling friends. And, you know, that's more fun. And they'll so, go to the same church. And you're like, yes, yeah. bingo. Yeah. <laughs> It just stacks, you know, clients upon clients, but, but it is. And so I really want that, this podcast, I want this whole thing just to be real design, you know, to be honest and, um, tell, tell people what it's really like to be a designer because it isn't what it is on TV. There's so many times that, you know, it's not just, it's stress. There's stress, something coming in. Um, So here's a perfect example, right? Like it isn't just stress. I mean, it's stress, but it's a different level. Um, We had a client, gosh, well, before COVID, before we, everything, the world shut down. Um, Katrina, one of our designers had been working with this client and they have this massive foyer, like 25, 30 foot ceilings. And it's this huge, huge, huge space. And so they wanted something big and grand to fill the space. And so she'd found this chunky, really cool, um, repurposed wood with stone top console. It was 112 inches long. Beautiful. It was from classic home. Just loved it. Now the client had taken a while to decide and, you know, it, it had been a couple weeks. And so when they finally, everything's great and they paid for it and everything. And Katrina had said, I think this table's, um, discontinued. I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Three days later we go to place the order and they're gone. I can't find them anywhere, anywhere. What do we do? And it was such a perfect piece and the client had taken so long. And so because we make furniture here, I'm like, we can make this, we can make this table. And so over the last two months, luckily because we have had the extra time, we really got to, to um, practice the different finishes and you know experiment and we put this huge massive thing together and it was not cheap. I mean, this was a $3,000 table. And so today they went and installed it. And our floors here at the store are a little, well, they're really crooked. And so when we had brought it into the store, we we're waiting for the stone and um, it looked so lopsided. It was so, I was twisted and I was so nervous. So it isn't just, it's like, not like you're normal nervous, right? Here, clients had entrusted us. We hadn't told them that we were making it. It's actually more beautiful than the one, you know, that was mass produced. You know, overseas and shipped over it was hand done hand finished and all this time and love had been put into it and it was gorgeous but oh see that's all that emotion this isn't just a this isn't your typical desk job there's all of this emotion and we brought it in and on their flat floors it looked gorgeous it laid flat the mirror was beautiful the lamps the we'll have to post pictures on our facebook so people can see but see but it's it's it isn't your typical stress it's the emotional stress will this client hate me will they notice that there's something different will they be mad that we had an artisan make it instead of you know yeah. buying it and um, it, it, you know none of us slept last night we've we've all been just on eggshells waiting to see this thing installed but it always turns out in the end and if it doesn't you just fix it right there's nothing you can't fix but it's such a different level of involvement and commitment, right? I mean, you know, I don't, I can't imagine accountants being this emotionally distraught about one of their clients. Um, It, it is, it's, it's, it's to your gut. Yeah. Right. And because it's personal,
0: you can't just say, oh sucks. Let's look, let's find something else. Like there's there's repercussions in terms of it's the wrong size. Now you have to go back and re- you have to return the money. You have to tell oh. the client. There's just so much that goes in telling your client and talk to your client about something not going right. That, mm-hmm. That's kind of where the stress comes from. And, and, and you know, i always tell you that even though I know I'm gifted and I have like phenomenal taste, and I'm not going to toot my own horn, <laughs> yeah, but you know, like I, I, I know I have such a good gift. But that, that's not going to carry me through interior design. Mm -hmm. That's not enough. Mm -hmm. I know that I struggle with business. Oh my God, I'm so scared of it. And just even the like emotional responses to things. And I was saying we had a client and I kind of messed up on the rug size because they had these carpet squares that are obviously not the, um, the typical size or the standard size. So, okay, I'm just going to size down for a dining table. And I swear the room looks smaller. And then once I came back to the showroom and you guys are like, no, they need an eight by 10. I'm like, I swear that room was too, like too small for it. And eventually when it comes in finally next week, it's going to be like pushing it. in. it might look a little weird, but you know, better than smaller. So I have this small rug and I was so stressed out coming there, mm-hmm. like sick to my stomach. And this was a couple that was a lot older. Like late 60s retard, and here I am, 26 years old. They're already looking at me like I'm a baby. Mm-hmm. So I had to, like it was a really difficult relationship. I couldn't understand them. The wife was a little bit like colder to me and whatnot. Um, so coming there, I'm so stressed out. We're putting the curtains, and I swear I wanted them longer. So I'm freaking out on the inside. I swear, I was so stressed out. I came back to the showroom. I legit had vodka in my juice because I couldn't (laughs) handle it. And I get like severe migraines. I couldn't breathe. I was like, shoot, where's my valerian root? It was intense. And so like, if you think that this is, oh, just something easy Mm schmeasy, like you have to understand like this affects you. And then I had to get it together. I'm coming home to a four-year-old. I'm coming home to a husband. I have to make dinner and go do pickup, like just to balance and carpment. compartmentalize compartmentalize (laughs) and just you know I know that that's something I struggle with So that's what I'm learning and that's where like we all take Chelsea's course here at work all six of us designers because there's so many things that even though I may know just at the top of my head but there are things that I need to research on because I want to be educated and I want to be able to sell things to my client and know product knowledge but you know, it's definitely not something that's unattainable, but we just want you to understand like this is, this is hard. And even today I'm just sitting, here, I'm like, man, I had like such a to-do list of emails and calls and checking up on things and going to drop off some lighting to measure up. Like there's daily little stuff that uh-huh. make it not so glamorous and truly time consuming, you know? So. But
1: your client loved it. They love yeah. the window treatments. And yes, we're ordering a bigger rug. Yeah. Cause it was oh, too I'm small. So we nervous. got it in and all of us experiences designers were like, uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Someone told you that that might be a little too small. yeah,, and then they're
0: emailing me every week through Covid. So
1: yeah, you know, I'm but just, it's here it's coming, right? It should yeah. be here if not tomorrow, then next week, but but yeah, it is it's it it's it, it's different. I mean, someone's invited you into your house, their house and and they're trusting you to pick stuff out and because you're the expert. I'm always telling her this, you've got to know your products. you have you have to be the professional. It's your professional opinion. Like I said last week, you don't go to the doctor and say, nah, I don't think that mole should be taken off. Yeah. You know, only this one. You're the professional, so they're asking you. And again, so that's a lot of pressure. So, you know, the whole commitment thing, going back to that, and why I think that's, you know, first and foremost, one of the the, you know, most important things that you really got to decide. Are you all in? Do you love interior design? I mean, we still get to make beautiful rooms, but then you also get to make people happy. You know, and you get to be involved with their lives. You get invited to parties and you, you know, it's, there's so much more to it. And it's really enriching. And, but again, you know, it's just being prepared and and taking it seriously. Responsibility. Absolutely. Responsibility. People trust you with a lot of money. We're talking big chunks of money. And you have to be very respectful of that. So it's something that... The other thing I like about it is if you do commit, if you decide interior design is for you, this is a career that grows with you. It changes with you as you mature. I always knew that my 50s, I turned 50 this year. I always knew that my 50s, that's the sweet spot for designers. Like that's the age where you're wise enough. I know you should roll really rolling a rise as a 26-year-old, but but you you need to have the experience um, worldly to, to know more about art and um, you know, design and, you know, think of the years of styles that I've seen and, um, to earn respect from your clients and 50s are your sweet spot. But you, if you're committed from the beginning, it's something that grows. I mean, when my kids were little, it's just like you have a, you know, a son that you get to see him more. You can bring him with you. You were worried about, um, tomorrow you've got a client you need to go see. And I said, well, you're really close with her. She loves you. She's the one that said, notify my house. You can ask her, can I bring my son really quick? We're just dropping something off. She won't have a problem at all. But again, you've committed, you know, you, you've created that connection with her, which is what I'm going to talk about next week. I really want to talk about connection because that's huge to me. Um, and you can, you can bring your son. You know, my kids were little. I worked, like I used to meet clients on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I spent... Mondays and Wednesdays shopping, right? So I would, but I'd take my kids in the car seat and they'd go to every furniture store, every fabric store with me. My drapery workroom knew them all, uh, you know, knew my kids. Um, Then we'd move because of the Navy, we had to move a lot. So I could just pick my business up and start it again. You know, it's something that that I have control over. I can choose how much money I want to make, which is nice. Again, sometimes it's just shopping money, other times I'm the one making the mortgage payments. So you know, if you do give your heart and soul to interior design, it will feed your soul forever. And and you can keep changing your business. You know, some people niche and do, you know, I still think someone should do like um, fantasy rooms. like Because I've had a lot of people ask for some crazy rooms. Like, like different themes. Fantasy? Oh, I mean some, oh. yeah. So there was one guy. Oh my gosh. That's another story. There was one guy. I'll tell you that story because that's a, I'll, I promise I'll, tell you on the podcast because it's a great story. Maybe we should do that one as, um, the, the, all your different kind of clients, different kind of, yeah, different kind of clients you're going to meet. But, um, no, like, uh, you could do like a, like a Disney theme or it could be like a princess Mm. theme or it could be, you know, romance or, but really themed, like really over the top, um, almost like set design. I think that would be a great business for someone because there's enough business. Mm -hmm. We were talked about, you only need a few clients a year to really have a good career. So, um, but I, I just think that this has been a, a career my whole life that could evolve and grow with me and I can work as long as I want. I can, I can be 80 years old and still be a designer and be successful. So I love it. I hope you, I'm glad you like it now too, Nadia. It's been a year. Yeah. I mean, I always loved it. I just knew it was a lot of hard work and mm-hmm. I'm just not
0: someone that's used to hard work. <laughs> just growing up, I had everything done for me because uh-huh. I had just a super controlling mom. Mm-hmm. So like, I was never allowed to do things on my own. So now that I have to even be like, Hey, can you go change the thing on the phone? And I'm like, Oh my God, no one's ever asked me to like, My husband no does everything, you know? <laughs> and so like, here I am having to grow up with my big girl panties on. And so mm-hmm. it's that growth that's so needed. And I know that like, I'm working on that and I've already come such a long way. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's now that I have some things in some areas that I, I know that I'm better at, I can make decisions quicker on the fly. Mm-hmm. I can be more confident in certain situations. It's easier, but some, I definitely still need like so much research and I love research and I love growing and knowing more, but mm-hmm. you know, I'll keep teaching you. Yeah. There's Don't course, worry. Too.
1: I'll keep teaching you. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Now, next time I want to really talk about, um, connection. There's a lot of tips that mm-hmm. uh, it just makes projects go so much smoother. It makes your life easier. It makes clients respect you more, take you seriously and not think of, you as the help, you know, it's, it's a, it's something that I do. That's kind of unique, I think in the design world, Uh, but it's definitely made me successful.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of design for a living with Chelsea Coriel. If you'd like to submit a question or request a topic, email us at Chelsea at designforliving.com. That's C-H-E-L-S-E-A at designforaliving.com. Also, find us online at designforaliving.com. Visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and house at Design for a Living.